It's time to get to grips with the new Google Ads bidding strategies. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method like email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. This month has been all about Google ads. And because there's just so much to cover in Google Ads with all the changes that are happening at the moment, I decided we'd do a bonus episode this episode. So we've done five episodes for you this month about Google Ads. We have already explored the impact of the recent Google Ads changes on Google Shopping, Google Keywords, ad formats, audiences, and looked into the big new opportunity with YouTube ads. That's what we've done across the first four episodes of this little mini Google Ads series. The one area we've not got into, which affects everything and is kind of at the heart of the mindset shift that is this new way of using Google Ads, the one thing we've not got into is the bidding strategies, that core optimization tactic of old on the Google Ads platform. So that is what we're exploring today. So we're going to run through the different bidding strategies, how to use them, when not to use them, key things you need to know to make them work for you, how to, you know, how to kick off a campaign with them, how to then optimize as well. So you're going to learn all you need to about bidding strategies in this episode. And do make sure you listen right to the end, because at the end of the interview, my guest will also be sharing some quick fire insider tips to help you maximize the performance of your whole Google Ads account and I'll then be sharing my take on it all plus outlining some more free ways we can help you improve your Google Ads even more. So make sure you stay tuned right to the end. Do you want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now they're offering a free one-on-one -on -one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimizing listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the digital gearbox team show you the true power of PPC. Today, I'm chatting with Google Ads expert, Johnny Himes. Johnny is the head of client services at Digital Gearbox, driving sales and great ROAS for their clients across Google Ads as well as other channels. Hello, Johnny. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Um, how did you end up in the wonderful world that is Google Ads? You know what? I'm not entirely certain. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I went to university where I studied English literature. And like many English grads, I finished university and went, right, what now? And I didn't end up in marketing. I ended up working at a high street bank for several years. But part of my job was I was the guy you sit down with to open a bank account. And part of my job was asking you, 
what did you do for a living? So I used that as an opportunity to find out what jobs are out there, what interested me, and consistently marketing was someone that got me really excited. So I went away and I bought a book called uh, Digital Marketing for Dummies, and a whole bunch of other marketing books as well, and started applying for, applying for marketing jobs. And the guys at Digital Gearbots were willing to give me a go, and I've been here ever since. What a cunning way of utilising the opportunity of being, uh, you know, being in banking. Of <laughs> what do you do, and then getting people chatting about it to discover whether you think it sounds fun or not. That's so clever, like a, a, a roulette wheel of job opportunities walking through the door every day. It was a boring job, so it's a great way to find out what else I wanted to be doing instead. Yeah. And make the day a bit more interesting too. I love that. Um, okay, well, look, um, Johnny, we are here to see how your clever alternative thinking about things um, reflects into the world of Google Ads, specifically, though, looking at bidding strategies, which they they seem, with all the stuff that's changing in Google Ads, it rather feels like the bidding strategy shift is the fundamental core beneath it all it fits into this whole thing of google taking wanting to take more control away from you as the optimizer and relying on the algorithm a bit um would you agree disagree with that is this a fundamental thing we have to get our heads around yes yes i, I would absolutely the bidding strategies are the foundation upon which everything else is built upon uh, when you think about all the more recent changes to Google Ads, to the way uh, keyword match types work, to the new performance max campaign type, these bidding strategies have a massive impact on how all of these work. Uh, so knowing which one to use and when is more important now than it's ever been. Cool. So let's let's talk about them. And um, we're going to go through them one by one. So guys, you can tick them off as we go through them. And we're going to look at what it is and how you might want to use it. So First up, the one we're all most familiar with is manual bidding. This is the one that's been around certainly since I started using Google Ads, so at least a decade. We've had manual bidding where you enter individual bids for individual keywords all over the shop. Um, this still exists, doesn't it, Johnny? It does, and it can still work in some instances. I still use manual bidding for several of my clients and several of the campaigns. However, if all you're using is manual bidding, you are very likely leaving money on the table. You should at least be experimenting with some of the smart bidding strategies out there because those smart bidding strategies have access to data points and audience signals that you don't via manual bidding. So very often, not always, but very often they can just completely outperform manual bidding. And even better, it means you have to spend less time downloading spreadsheets and altering those bids one by one. So it saves you time as well. So yeah, manual bidding is still there, can still be worth using, but you need to be experimenting with some of the smart bidding strategies, especially because I have a suspicion Google will be looking to remove manual bidding at some point in the near future. You have to assume they're going to sooner or later, don't you? And work on the premise of, of, of on that basis, work on the premise of getting used to the um, the automated bidding method. So let's start talking about them then. So um, the two settings, which we're the two bidding options we're going to cover together is the maximizing impressions and maximizing clicks, which because we work in e-commerce, we don't have to use because we're usually interested in sales, not visibility or traffic. Um, so 
tell us a bit about maximise impressions and maximise clicks, Johnny. Well, first of all, 99.9% of the time, you don't want to be using it. So unless you're already a Google Ads expert, just forget about these. Um, and the reason being, as you just said, Chloe, they don't take into account conversions at all. So maximise impression share only cares how often the ad is seen. Maximise clicks only cares how often it's clicked on. But it doesn't care who's doing the clicking, who's seeing the ads, or what they're doing after they see your click on the ad. So it can end up being very expensive and you're getting very little out the other end. You, so there are a handful of use cases where you might want to use it. And you know, if you are a, you know, if you're a marketing manager or a company owner and you see your agency or freelancer using these, there could be a good reason for it, but have a conversation with them. It, it, it might not be the best strategy for your account. And you mentioned there that the other ones we're going to be talking about in a second, which we're going to get deep into everyone, we're about to go deep on some of these strategies, is where, where Google needs to see the conversions that are coming in. So we have to make sure we've got our tracking in place and we have to make sure that tracking is working accurately if we want to succeed with Google Ads now, don't we? Absolutely, 100%. And it, can we get away with using the Google Analytics tracking or do we need to have the Google Ads tracking as well? So you can use the Google Analytics tracking, but I and I do often see advertisers still using this, but I would not recommend it. The reason being on the Google Analytics imported tracking, it uses the Google Analytics attribution, which is last non-direct click. So what this means if, is if somebody clicks on your Google ad, comes away from your site to look at some of your competitors, for example, and then comes back to your site via by searching for your brand in Google and then clicking on the first organic result, analytics will count that as a organic conversion and as a result, it won't import it into the Google Ads console. Now, this isn't ideal for you because that data then isn't being fed into the machine learning, the smart bidding, which is a signal that you could be using to optimize against, but you're not because you're using the analytics import. So wherever possible, I'd always recommend setting up your own Google Ads native tracking instead. It will give you more data, it will give you greater visibility of what sales your Google Ads is actually bringing in for you. And it will help your smart bidding strategies optimize far more effectively and therefore bring you more sales in the long run yeah that's it isn't it we've got to feed feed google with the data if you're worried about paying too much because everything's coming being reported against google ads you're thinking about two different things we want everything reported against google ads so as google knows who to show your your marketing activity to worry about the attributions separately and use that to create the right targets for your ads in terms of KPIs. Um, but we're not going to go and get into marketing attribution right now because we're doing that next month. More on that later. <laughs> um, okay, so we can use the, the Google Analytics tracking get out of jail free card for a little bit longer, but we should be working urgently to get the proper Google Ads tracking in place if we haven't so we can take advantage of the next bidding strategies we're going to talk about. That's correct, yes. Okay, cool. Well, let's talk then. Maximise conversions. Tell us more about this one, Johnny. So maximise conversions will seek to generate as many conversions as possible for you while spending the entire budget you set on that campaign. Now, do bear in mind that whatever you set your budget at, Google will try to spend that entire budget. So if you set your budget to £1,000 a day, Google will try to spend £1,000 a day, even if it means having to bid ridiculously high for each of your keywords. 
what you want to bear in mind here is that Google doesn't take into account the value of those transactions. So where you might be selling a range of different products where some are worth more than others, the Google will treat the lower value transactions as the same as a high value transaction. So this isn't always going to work out best for you. This is why you might want to look at some of the other conversion. Yeah, Johnny, it's like the um, this this is all about volume, isn't it? All Google cares about is about getting the maximum number of orders for you. They don't care whether the person's spending two pounds or they're spending a hundred pounds or dollars or euros or whatever currency you're in. It's just about getting as many possible orders as you can. Don't worry, when we are going to go into conversion value method very, very soon. But first, we need to talk about another element within maximize conversions, which is we it's not we can do a little bit more to try and improve the the return on investment here, can't we, um, Johnny, by opting in to control it with a CPA? You absolutely can. So when you're setting up your maximize conversion bid strategy, there's the option to enter a target CPA. Uh, target cost per action. This is a maximum you're willing to pay per conversion. Per, so in the case of e-commerce, it's be the maximum you're paying per order. Uh, this can be really useful if you know what your uh, profit margins are and if they're consistent across all profits, across all products in that particular campaign. Now, the thing to bear in mind with both maximize conversions and maximize conversion with the target CPA is that Google will inevitably optimize towards generating low value uh, transactions because it's going for that volume, as you said, Chloe, rather than the higher value purchases. Because those lower value ones are easier to get, it will optimize for those and it will tend to ignore the higher value transactions as a result. Yeah, because it's easier to get someone to spend a tenner than it is to get them to spend a hundred, fundamentally. Um, so with if we're using maximized conversions with or without CPA, is it worth segmenting our campaigns based on average order value or price point with this? Absolutely, always. So you'll be thinking about that in terms of a search campaign or a performance max campaign, not a standard shopping campaign, because this actually isn't a bit strategy available in standard shopping. But in a search campaign or a performance max campaign, then yes, you'll want to split out your different products by average order value by profit margin so that you can set the appropriate target for each of those campaigns for each of those product groups. Got you. Okay, well, before we get any deeper into that, because I suspect we might be bringing that back in again in a moment or two, um, the other option, the more control of our profits rather than necessary control of our turnover element is maximize conversion value bidding strategy. Um, this is where we are giving, I assume we're giving Google some kind of target about how much money we make. Yes, absolutely. So that would be maximized conversion value with a target ROAS. This is when you know what, how much revenue, revenue you need to be generating for every one pound you're spending. So if you know for this to be profitable, you need to make, say, six pounds revenue for every one pound you're spending for a particular brand or product group, or maybe even for all your products overall, then you would set a target RARAS of six or 600%. It could be presented in either manner. And Google will optimize and try to achieve that for you. Uh, 
you can use maximize conversion value without a target ROAS as well. That will work very similar to maximize conversions without a target CPA, which is whatever budget you set, Google will spend that entire budget and try and generate as much value for you as possible. And the higher you set your budget, the more it's going to spend. The risk here, of course, uh, diminishing returns as you as you spend more, uh, your revenue is unlikely to increase at quite the same pace, which is why having that target RARAS in place can just make it more likely that you achieve the returns you're, you're looking for. Got you. So we've got maximize conversions to maximize the number of orders we get, add a CPA to have some control over your return on investment, maximize conversion value to maximize the pounds we get back or the dollars we get back, and that you can add a ROAS target to that to have some control over your profitability. Johnny, is there ever any point in running these without a CPA target, without a ROAS target? Is it is it worth at any point us saying to Google, spend all my budget and just get us get me as many orders as you can, whatever the quality? Is it ever worth doing that? Surprisingly, yes, especially early on in a new campaign without much data in it, Google won't necessarily know which keywords, which search queries, which which audience members are most likely to convert and get you the best return. So if you set a target CPA or a target ROAS and Google looks at it and thinks, I can't achieve that, the end result is it just won't spend or it will spend very little. And the end result is you get nothing out of it. So having no target in place allows it to spend, gather that data and then after a period of time, say two or three months, you can then apply a target for it to then work towards achieving. I suppose at that point, the good thing is you've got an idea of what it's possible to achieve because I'm, I'm sure at least one person, I'm not going to make you name and shame yourself here, but I'm sure at least one person listening was thinking, what, so I, I can set a massive ROAS, hugely profitable ROAS and a budget of 10 grand and Google will just bring me sales at that level. No, no, no. It still has to be achievable. So we, we have to get, as well as feeding the algorithm with some data initially by running it without a target, that's also going to give us some idea of what a reasonable target is going to be, whether it's adding a CPA to a maximized conversions strategy or adding a ROAS to a maximized conversion value strategy. We know do we want to, to tweak it up a bit or tweak it down a bit or how we might play with that? Would that be right, Johnny? Yes, that's correct. But you can also use these targets as a way to con to control the pace at which you spend on these campaigns as well. Generally speaking, the easier you make the target, i.e. the lower the target CPA, or sorry, the higher the target CPA or the lower the ROAS, then the more it's going to spend, the faster it's going to spend. Whereas the more challenging you make the target, so a lower uh, target CPA, CPA or a higher ROAS, then that's going to probably rein in the spend as Google focuses only on the, the, the lowest hanging fruit. So you can also use those targets as a way to increase and decrease your, your level of spend. Excellent. So they, they really do give us a lot of control over how we want these orders to be coming in and how we want Google to behave. Um, Johnny, we have covered a lot there. Is there anything we've missed that the audience need to know about when it comes to Google Ads bidding strategies? So a really key point is on target CP and target ROAS bidding strategies, it can go into what I call a, a doom spiral, where it will have a, a day or a week or you know a few months, sorry, a few weeks where results 
haven't been very good, so it's not hitting those targets. So as a result, it starts raining in spend. It effectively lowers its bids to try and achieve those targets again, which means it doesn't spend enough, which means it's not getting the conversions, which means it's not hitting its targets, so it rains in its spend further. So you can see its spend is going down and down and down and down. When that happens, the way to solve that problem is either by removing the target entirely and allowing it to just spend and collect that data again so it knows what's achievable or just just by making the target a bit easier or in extreme cases you might even want to temporarily switch it back to manual bidding so you so you wrestle back that control to retrain the algorithm on what it needs to do to hit those targets and i guess this is one of those elements where you have to be aware of the things that are going on outside the google ads platform so if you know the, the main product that that ad campaign is selling has gone out of stock, then that's probably why it's doom spiraling because nobody can buy it. Um, so you've got to have a bit of awareness over and above what you can see in the Google Ads dashboard, dashboard even, don't you, at this point, just so you've got that, that bigger view of what's happening to help you work out what the right thing to do is. Absolutely. And seasonality can, can affect it. If your conversion tracking breaks, that can be a big one as well. That, that, you know, if your conversion tracking breaks for a week, for that week, Google think it's been spending and not getting any conversions. And therefore, it thinks all, all, those, all that traffic was useless. So it might stop directing those sort of users to your site. But they might have been converting. You just don't have the data to prove it. And therefore, Google is optimizing against faulty data which Google doesn't realise is faulty and therefore it's it's going to make decisions based on if that data was was good. So yes, we 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 can't just I guess the key message is you've still got optimization work to do. You still need to be keeping an eye on the results. You still need to be tweaking and massaging things to get the results you want. Absolutely, absolutely. People think that when you implement automated bidding, you can set it and then forget it, but but you can't. You still need to monitor it. You still need to step in every now and then in order to uh, direct it in the right direction. If you just leave it, it's gonna it, you're, you're at risk of it just going wild and either spending lots and not getting you anything or just stopping spending entirely. Each of which come with their own set of problems. Well, look, thank you for all of that, Johnny. It's been brilliant picking your brains about bidding strategies. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Johnny's insider tips on Google Ads and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. Do you want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the digital gearbox team show you the true power of PPC. Okay, Johnny, so far we have gone super deep into bidding strategies. It's been brilliant. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of Google Ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Google Ads, which of course does include 
bidding strategies. So are you ready for this? I am. Brilliant. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? So we touched on this one earlier, but actually it's learning how to set up conversion tracking or, or, or pay someone to do it for you. Either way, it's really, really, really important that you have accurate conversion tracking in place. Otherwise, none of this will work. Simple as that, everyone. 101, get your conversion tracking in place. And if you're not sure how to do it, pay someone to do it. Uh, it's worth getting it done properly. Okay, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Now, this is proper Google Ads 101 old school strategy, but review your search term reports. It, it, it is still the bedrock of Google Ads. You need to know what your ads are showing for even with automated bidding. So with automated bidding, with your smart bidding in place, Google will set its bid not at the, not at the keyword level, but at the search query level. So if a search query uh, has a higher chance of converting, Google will increase the bid. If it has a lower chance of converting, it will, it will decrease the bid. This is really, really important when it comes to the way match types work nowadays. If you think of Exact match, for example, exact match is no longer exact match. It's sort of exactish max. It's 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 based on uh, the idea behind the keyword. So if you think of uh, if, if you're using the keyword um, purple shoes, Google could match that even even as an exact match keyword to something like um, blue footwear for example, even though even though the meaning is different. And of course, blue footwear has uh, a lower chance of converting than purple shoes because purple shoes is more accurate to what you're trying to promote in this instance. So with, with um, standard bidding, you would be bidding the same value for both of those. On automated bidding, it would increase the bid for one search term, decrease it for the other. However, the reason you still need to review your search terms, even with that in mind, is because ultimately, Google's main aim is to make money for Google. So it will still bid on search terms that have a lower chance of converting or could be just completely irrelevant for you entirely. So do still review your search term reports and do still add in negative keywords for low quality and irrelevant search terms. And anyone who's just going, what exact match isn't exact match anymore? We got deep into all those changes to the keyword match types um, in our last episode 135. So don't panic. Listen to the end of this episode, then go back and listen to 135 and you'll be okay. I promise you'll be okay. But definitely something you need to know about. So thank you for bringing that up here, Johnny. Um, and if someone listening wants to learn even more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? So I have two for you. I have two. Uh, the first one actually is Reddit. There's a whole bunch of communities on Reddit around Google Ads and PPC. And there's lots of very smart people on there having very interesting conversations about Google Ads. So I do recommend checking out Reddit. My other resource is actually the Digital Gearbox blog. We uh, post on there on a regular basis. And I have an article on there from a few months ago that's still very relevant covering automated bidding strategies. And it, it, it goes over some of what we discussed today, but just go a little bit deeper in terms of what to do when your automated bidding isn't working, uh, when to use each different strategy, including maximize clicks and maximize impression share. So it does give, give some examples of when those can be useful. So do check out the Digital Gearbox blog, which you can find at digitalgearbox.co.uk. Excellent. And we will make sure there is a link to that. What sounds like a brilliant 
blog to read after listening to this. We'll make sure there's a link to that in the show notes on the website for you, Johnny, as well, and for everyone listening. Finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? It's hard to tell with Google, but I think a pretty fair guess would be more automation of some sort. Now, I already referenced earlier that I do think Google will be phasing out manual bidding at some point in the future. I don't think that's going to happen in the next 6 to 12 months, but Google could announce they're going to do it in the next 6 to 12 months. Other possibilities are Google could be phasing out standard shopping campaigns, leaving us with just a fully automated performance match campaigns. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happening. We may also see Google reducing keyword match types further. We had four match types, what, a year ago? We're now on three. I wouldn't be surprised if Google took away either exact match or phrase match in the near future, leaving us with just broad or one other choice. Yeah, I think we. I think all those sound like great predictions to me. Plus, I think as Google continues its path towards a cookie-less world, it's not going to be a quiet year for changes in Google ads. I think there's going to be plenty. I mean, there's still plenty for us to get our heads around right now, but there's going to be plenty more. So thank you for that rundown, Johnny. Uh, we're very nearly at the end of the show, though. So please let us know a little bit more about Digital Gearbox and where the listeners can find you. Yeah, of course. We are a uh, PPC-focused agency. All we do is paid media. We do Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, basically anything with the word ads at the end of it. But we don't do anything else. So because we're doing just the one thing, we're really, really, really good at it. Our focus is on delivering the CPA or the ROAS you're looking for, helping bring visitors to your site who are who are going to convert and make you money. You can find out more about us at keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. Excellent. Yeah, keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. And you'll find out uh, a little bit about the great offer that the Digital Gearbox team have got in place for you guys right now. Um, Johnny, thank you so much for coming on the episode. Um, we couldn't have done this month without bidding strategies. So thank you so much for covering it so well for us. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So an excellent rundown there from Johnny across those key types of bidding strategy you've now got access to across most of your Google Ads campaigns. Manual is still there if you want it, but what you really need to be doing as an e-commerce company is getting your tracking, a proper Google Ads tracking in place and working correctly on your website. So you're feeding that data into the algorithm so then you can take use, take use, make use even of the maximize conversions and maximize conversion value bidding strategies. And don't go thinking that you can just leave them live and everything will be fine. You need to keep an eye on once they've got the data in them, what your CPA targets are, what your um, ROAS targets are, and then keep an eye on, do they, are, they, are they still performing? And if they are, if they aren't, how do you need to tweak those to improve performance? There's still optimization to do everybody. You cannot um, get rid of it with all that's happening on Google Ads at the moment. This is not an end to optimization. It's just a change to optimization, a change to how you think about your campaigns, a change to what the key levers are to pull and so forth. Now you get links to all those things we discussed, including um, that brilliant blog post that um, Johnny mentioned that goes a lot deeper than we went today into this very topic. And you can get links to other useful things we mentioned. If you go to keepoptimizing.com, to go straight to the correct page, use keepopt.com forward slash 
whatever the number of this episode is, that works for all our episodes, that will take you straight to the correct page on the website. And once you get to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things I share to help you improve your business. And whilst you're there, as adding yourself to our email list goes, why not sign up to our Q&A webinar all about Google Ads? Johnny will be joining us, as will several of our other Google Ads specialists from this month, for a live Q&A session to answer your questions about all these changes on Google Ads. To sign up for that, head to keepopt.com forward slash webinar. And we will be doing that next week. And if you're listening to this after it's happened, then you can find the replay and all our Google Ads content via keepopt.com forward slash Google Ads. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. Our whole set of episodes about Google Ads is now live. So do have a listen to them all. And if you're interested in those keyword match changes, that's the episode before this one. And then make sure you tune in next Wednesday because we're going to be starting our series of four shows about marketing attribution. We are going into that tricky, tricky topic throughout February. We'll be exploring how to do it, why to do it, what tech you might want to consider using, the problems it can solve when you shouldn't worry about it and much, much more. It's a, it's a knotty old topic and we're going to do our best to make some sense of it for you. Um, so to make sure you get that and in order to listen to, you know, to catch the, the, all these Google ads episodes we've been putting live this month, make sure you are subscribed to us or following us on your favorite podcast player. That's the best way to keep in touch with what we're putting out there. And one last thing to ask of you, if you know someone who is particularly interested in proving or starting their Google ads activity at the moment, or who's got their head in a twist about marketing attribution, let them know we're covering these topics as this show exists to help you and to help them improve their marketing. So a massive thank you at the end of this for this topic's sponsor, Digital Gearbox, my favorite Google Ads team who've been sponsoring us all month long and provided Johnny to give us this excellent episode. So thank you, Digital Gearbox. And to all of you, have a great week and make sure you listen to our next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z. Do you want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now, they're offering a free one-on-one -on -one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the Digital Gearbox team show you the true power of PPC.